0: done much more with my life today we explore just such a possibility a man who had a second chance but unfortunately only one memory a man who was two people and almost died twice
1: charlie don't you know me
0: i uh, i'm afraid i don't it's only two years have i changed that much two years since what but don't you remember me Mary, I couldn't have met you two years ago. But you did. I wasn't born two years ago. That's why. Our mystery drama, Stranger from Nowhere, was written especially for Mystery Theater by James Agate Jr. and stars Paul Hecht sponsored in part by CONTACT, the 12-hour cold capsule. I'll be back shortly with Act One. We're in Texas, USA. I don't have to tell you one of the reasons for its fame. I shan't name names or actual sites, but the reason is space. One of the main space centers of the country is there. It is also where you'll find geneticists, scientists, and the newest electronic gear listening to space out there, or whatever, or whoever is out there. More I can't say because I think Uncle Sam is still a little sensitive about the strange case of Charlie Robinson. It's symbolic, really, the way Mary came into my life. On the merry-go-round it was late saturday night i'd spent all day at the carnival watching the people with their children having fun on the rides the slides sticky cotton candy all over their faces made me wish i was married and had a kid of my own then the place emptied and i got onto the merry-go-round for a last ride i love riding on these things looks like
1: we're the last grown up left in the old Tex Carnival.
0: Hi. Hi. What's that? You're riding on a giraffe.
1: Oh, no. This is an ostrich. Doesn't going around like this bring back your childhood?
0: childhood. No, I never had one of those.
1: Charlie! Charlie! Robinson, it's not you. It couldn't be.
0: How'd you know my name?
1: Oh, typical. <laughs>
0: typical Charlie to be riding a
1: white horse. What do you mean? Always riding off in some strange direction, your banner flying. Uh,
0: look, well, why don't you explain yourself?
1: Well, I'll try to as soon as this merry-go-round stops.
0: Phew. Hey, that is some unusual power you have.
1: Oh, I thought so, too. Oh have to do is say, stop the merry-go-round, I want to get off, and it stops. So, you don't recognize me, Charlie?
0: I haven't a clue. Wish I did.
1: Does the name Mary mean anything to you?
0: Is it yours? Mm-hmm.
1: Has been all my life. Oh, <laughs> you're embarrassed, aren't you, Charlie? Never thought we'd meet up again, did you? Why did you leave?
0: Uh, I, I am sorry to say this, but I don't know you at all.
1: In two years have I changed that much?
0: Two years? Since what?
1: Well, that's when we met two years ago. It's Mary. Oh, don't tell me you don't know me.
0: I couldn't have met you two years ago. Well, what do you say? I wasn't born two years ago. That's why. Oh, Charlie,
1: stop getting around. Why do you want me to believe? That you're only two years old? <laughs>
0: realized the moment I said two years ago, I wasn't on Earth. It was a mistake. But sometimes things slip out before you can stop them. But this girl and that name I couldn't figure because Charlie Robinson was a name I was sure I'd made up for my identity on Earth. My real name is Selrah, S-E-L-R-A-H. I put a C in front of it, spell it backwards, and it makes Charles. As soon as I got back to my apartment, I unscrewed the silver spheroid and talked to my contact, Jarva. Jarva?
2: Yes, Selra. What is your report? We are ready to take it down.
0: Jarva? I've had an unnerving experience today.
2: What
0: is it? A young lady said she knew me. She called me by my Earth name.
2: What did she want?
0: I I don't know. Recognition, acclaim. I thought you might help me, Jarva.
2: You have been sent to the planet Earth to observe, not to have warm feeling for Earth females. I will consult and get back to you.
0: My mother planet has a tie with planet Earth. Millenniums ago, our name was Killed. We learned that on many stars and hominid-inhabited planets in our galaxy, this name was negative. Therefore, 400 Earth years ago, we renamed ourselves Tycho Brahe after the Danish astronomer who discovered Cassiopeia. I was there. Selma. Yes, Jarva. I'm here still awaiting instructions.
2: Do you remember the Earth year 1600?
0: 1600. 1600 Anno Domini. Very well.
2: You had a meeting in Prague with Johann Kepler and the great astronomer after whom our planet is named.
0: Tycho Brahe, yes. On that occasion,
2: you were 30 Earth years old, the same as you are today, and you made yourself into an expert astronomer. My instructions are, now, make yourself into an expert American from
0: yeah, it's all very well for you to tell me. But what about the Earth female called Mary?
2: If you cannot carry off your disguise and your orders, you will be recalled, but in disgrace.
0: I plead my case, would you? I'd give anything to return to Tycho.
2: I will report your wish, but don't expect much consideration until you have served your
0: time. Yeah. At night, I look out of my window, up at the stars, and I cry. Somewhere out there is my homeland. A thousand light years afar, or a million, who knows? I don't. I'm so lonely. I hate the daily pretense to be Charles Robinson, to be always on my guard, to be living a lie. It's almost unbearable. Who is this?
2: Charlie Robinson. Don't give me that who is this routine. It's Mary, and you know it
1: is.
0: Oh, yeah, of course, of course. I I, I was just sitting here. Mm
1: -hmm, Staring out the window, I bet.
0: How did you know?
1: Because, darling, you're always used to. I did? If I didn't know you so well, I'd be insulted. After disappearing as you did, and then our accidental meeting on the merry-go-round, I think you'd be full of apologies.
0: Apologies for what?
1: Are you continuing this pretense? I suppose you've forgotten you asked me to marry you. I did. You most certainly did.
0: And uh, did I marry you?
1: (laughs) Very funny, aren't you?
0: Hello? Hello?
1: I didn't bother to knock. So, this is where you
0: live. But
1: don't you think this charade has gone far enough?
0: Mary, I am being honest with you. I don't know what you're talking about. You
1: don't remember marrying me? You don't remember our honeymoon? You don't remember disappearing two years ago?
0: Tell me about myself.
1: There's not that much to tell. What are you trying to make me believe? You have amnesia?
0: Please tell me about myself, whatever you know.
1: Okay, if that's the way you want to play it. You had a good job here in Houston in space research. We went on our honeymoon to the Solar Disturbance Forecast Center in Colorado. We came home, you disappeared. No one ever saw you again.
0: Solar Disturbance Center, huh? I have no idea you all were that far advanced in cosmic investigation.
1: Charlie, how can you look me in the face and say this is all news to you? If that blank expression is your way of avoiding responsibilities, you've got another thing coming. Look, I'm willing to be nice about all this, but you'd better remember real hard that you are married.
0: Jarva?
2: Yes, Sarah. Is the latest you report?
0: I'm married to an Earth woman two years ago.
2: Was that necessary for your research?
0: You don't understand. I've been given a body identical to someone called Charles Robinson, who who lived on Earth two years ago and disappeared. I
2: know.
0: You knew all along and never warned me?
2: We didn't wish to impede
0: your research. What am I going to do?
2: Be friendly. You are to make friends with more earthlings. You have been given a 30-year-old body. Get to know Texas people. Do what a 30-year-old earthling does.
0: Chronometry is an earth science to measure time. Clocks and calendars do not exist on Tycho Brahe. By earthly standards, I am thousands of years old. My instructions were to make friends, so I contacted Mary and invited her for drinks to my apartment.
1: I want you back home with me.
0: Mary, besides my physical resemblance, what makes you think I'm your husband? A
1: thousand things... Starting with your name.
0: I told you, I made it up. It's a coincidence.
1: Are you in hiding, Charlie?
0: Yes, in a way I am. Look, I, I, I wonder, I, I, just, I just wonder if I could trust you with the truth.
1: Darling, I, I forgive you. Whatever it was that took you away has brought you back. When you disappeared, I, I used to think it was the shock of your parents dying in that accident the day we came back that took hold of you and off you went.
0: Mary, my parents died three thousand Earth years ago.
1: I wish you wouldn't talk like that.
0: It scares me. If I could prove to you I am not your Charlie Robinson, that I come from another planet in intergalactic space. Could you could you keep that a secret? <laughs>
1: Another planet? Oh sure, sure, sure I could. All right,
0: all right now, now now what do you what do you see in in that bookcase uh, on the top shelf? Well,
1: it's a sort of a silver silver ball. Right now,
0: and I'll I'll get it down for you. I'm going to open it and uh, put the two halves on the table. Uh, pull up a chair. Huh? Mm-hmm. But
1: what is it? It, it? It's not silver, is it? It it looks sort of iridescent. Uh, yeah,
0: I've unscrewed the two halves of the sphere and I'll lay them side by side, face up.
1: Uh, Is it some kind of a magic trick?
0: Maybe I overestimated your intuition. Jarva? Can you hear me? Jarva, are you listening? Jarva, I have a visitor with me. The earthly woman I told you about. Will will you speak to her?
1: Uh, Oh, I don't
0: hear anything. What are you
1: doing, Charlie?
0: I'm communicating with my control on Tycho Brahe. Oh. Uh, uh,
1: th- th- Tycho
0: Brahe? My home, the planet that I come from. Oh. Oh, oh yes, yes. Uh, of course. Her name is Jarva, and only I can hear her. Oh. But perhaps if you are patient, she'll speak to you.
1: Oh, yes. Yes, sure, sure. Now, Charlie, I I just remembered I have an appointment at the doctor's so if you don't mind I'd better go now Uh, take care, will you? everything is going to be all right
0: who do you believe? that's the problem I've no reason to doubt Charlie's sincerity that he's positive he's come to another planet called Tycho Rai. is it his imagination or ours? His ability to communicate with this Jarva, his control. There are too many imponderables at this moment for me to advise you one way or the other, except to say, stay with us until I return shortly with act two. A clear case of amnesia? Is that what we have here? Could be. Or is it possible Charles Robinson is a being from another planet, straitjacketed into the body of a human with human memories and speech? Those of you who have made Mystery Theater a listening habit know that that could also be. And so, thinks Charlie, since my assignment is to observe the Earth species in their native habitat, I'll begin by switching on a television set
3: concludes our interview with science fiction writer Joshua Pride, whose last year's bestseller has just come out in paperback. Mr. Pride, have we left out anything we ought to mention? <laughs> Nothing really, yet, uh, except if you don't mind, since I'm here to plug my book,
0: I'd like to mention again the name of my novel is Tycho's World. What? What did he say? <laughs> Tycho's World. Remember. Them. Which takes us to a planet of non mortals who are eons advanced in their civilization.
3: Thank you. Our program is Other World. Our guest today, author Joshua Pride.
0: Jarva? Jarva, can you hear me?
2: Yes, Sarah. This is Jarva.
0: Why do you call me? I, I just turned on a Houston, Texas television channel and, and they were interviewing a science fiction writer. Now, this writer has written a book called Tycho's World. It's supposedly about our world. You must be mistaken, Sarah. Are you certain? I am very sure, but how could he know what earthling would have any idea? Uh, well, someone's at the door. Who is it, Jarva? Probably
2: that female Mary
0: answer. Yeah, ho- hold on a second, Mary. Uh, I'll be right there. What do I do about this man who calls himself Joshua Pride, this writer?
2: We leave that to you. If he's dangerous to your mission, you'll know what steps to take.
0: Coming.
1: Can I come
0: in? Sure, why not? Why are you here, Mary?
1: Uh, I've come to apologize. For what? For running out on you the other day. Remember? You were going to communicate with your control in another world. I I got scared. I thought you, I thought you were crazy.
0: And what do you think now?
1: That you need me.
0: Now look, Mary, something has happened. I... I just saw something on television and I need your help. There's, there's somebody I've got to know more about. Of
1: course I'll help. And you can do something for me. For both of us, really. What? Well, I found out today something I never knew. The space project you were working on two years ago when you disappeared was headed up by a, a, a Dr. Latrobe. A, a genetic studies project. Do you remember him, Charlie?
0: No, no, I don't. What are you getting at?
1: He never knew we were married. He called me today. He would like me to bring you to see him.
0: Mary, I am not that Charles Robinson. He
1: says he worked with you. I I think maybe he could help straighten things out.
0: Oh, all right, all right. I'll see him. But I want you to do something for me first.
1: Anything, darling.
0: There's a science fiction writer called Joshua Pride. I just saw him interviewed.
1: Joshua Pride? Oh, of course. I took a creative writing class with him last year. He lives here in Houston.
0: I want to meet him. It's very important. I'll do my best. Can I see him today, uh, tomorrow?
1: I I have no idea. I'll go to talk to him. I'll find out when he can see us.
0: Not us, Mary. Me, alone. I have to see him alone. Do you understand?
1: Mr. Pride, it, it was good of you to let me see you on such short notice. I, I, I didn't think you remembered me.
0: Oh, of course I did, Mary. For a former student, I was always available. Besides, you sounded so distressed on the phone. What's on your mind?
1: Well, two years ago, I married my husband. He was working at the Space Genetics Research Center... I I didn't know that then. It it was also hush-hush. And then Charlie's parents died, and a day later, he disappeared. He just vanished. So I went out to work, and... Well, as you know, last year, I I thought I'd like to do more than just a nine-to-five secretarial job. So I I took your writing course.
0: Hmm, you showed a great deal of promise. Have you kept up your writing?
1: I tried to, but that's not why I'm here. See, Charlie, my husband, he, he showed up the other day, but he's, he's different. He's not the same as I remember him, Mr. Pride. Uh-huh. For one thing, he, he, he must have injured himself because there's this long scar in the middle of his forehead, and, and he talks crazy. He says he doesn't remember me at all, that he wasn't even on Earth two years ago, that, that he's from somewhere else. A- another planet.
0: Do you know why he wants to see me? He
1: didn't say. It would be a big favor to me if you would come.
0: Well, I, I, I don't know, Mary. I, 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 let me think it over and I'll, I'll get back to you. you.
1: You mean you won't?
0: Well, I mean, I have certain obligations to myself, or others. If your husband is suffering from certain delusions, how, how could I blindly go ahead and meet him alone, as you say? Well, I'll, I'll, I'll think about it. When Mary told me Joshua Pride was reluctant to meet with me, I knew something was wrong. He was either afraid for some reason, or he too was from my planet, Tycho. I consulted my control. Speak, so. This so-called science fiction writer has not yet agreed to see me. Why
2: do you say so-called?
0: Because I am not sure he is what he claims to be. He could be from the far side of our planet because he's unlike us. I saw his face clearly on television and he has no third eye or even the slightest scar of its removal.
2: That means nothing. He could have had a better plastic surgeon than the one who removed your third eye.
0: Why is he hesitating to meet me?
2: Zelra? we have told you to deal with the problem. Don't get in touch again until you have.
0: Uh, Is this disguised entity from our galaxy or... Even the far side of our planet has been sent to stop my work he must be disposed of. I purchased a copy of his book, Tycho's World, and a revolver. Hello? Mary Robinson? Mr.
2: Pride, is that
1: you? Yes,
0: it is. Uh, Look, I've I've given a good deal of thought to your situation, but... I'm afraid I can't help.
1: You don't mean you can't help, but that you
0: won't. Well, whichever way you want to interpret it. But to invite a, a complete stranger to my house for me to see it, I'd... well, let's let's put it this way, Mary. I, I I just don't have the time.
1: I'm sorry I asked you, Mr. Pride. I had no idea. And, of course,
0: I understand. Uh, however, I... Uh, Mary? Mary? Uh... She hung up on you, didn't she? Who are you? How did you get in here? Your front door was unlocked. I, uh... I'm Charles Robinson, the man Mary wanted you to meet. May I sit down? I I suppose so, now that you're here. Thank you. Oh, uh, I see you have a copy of my book. (laughs) You're afraid of me, aren't you? Well, I'm alone. It's, it's, It's nighttime, Stranger walks into my house. Why shouldn't I be afraid? Uh, by the way, Joshua Pryde, that isn't your real name, is it? Well, what a strange thing for you to say. As a matter of fact, it is. That's a real chip you have on your shoulder, Robinson. It is your real name? Well, look, I, I'm not going to call the police or anything like that, see? Uh, after all, it's important for me to keep seeing new people, and get fresh impressions... So, you just sit back, Robinson, make yourself comfortable, and we'll have have a nice talk, all right? Where did you get the name Tycho from? It just came to me. Liar. Well, I I must have read it somewhere. I open your book to uh, to, uh, page 78. Uh, Here, you say this planet Tycho was once named Argon, but in honor of a Danish astronomer, the name was changed to Tycho Brahe. How did you know that? Well, Heaven, the foggiest. It did seem like a good idea. Yeah, of course, you only have half of it. Our planet's original name was Kill, not Argon. My dear man, I used the word Argon because I could then call the early space and time travelers Argonauts. That's why. Yeah, you're mistaken about that also. You're quite wrong. Robinson, uh, Charlie, it, it's all made up, invented. It's not right or wrong. There is no such thing as space on Tycho. We are time beings and time travelers only. That is why I go back hundreds, thousands of years as if they were what Earth people called yesterday. Will you explain to me why you came here to find out why so much of what you have written is based on fact and how come you know it all? I I, I think I've had just about enough for an evening. You may, but I haven't. And that's why I brought with me this handy means of persuading you to tell the truth. Now, hold on just a moment. We're we're not going to get anywhere by using force. I believe this is the way a revolver is loaded. Uh, Here, I mark this page. Page 148. You talk about how each traveler to Earth is assigned a control. Yes, I do. And here, on the next page, 149, you call this control by the name of Jarva. Now, don't tell me this is also a coincidence that Jarva came to you out of the blue. But it did. I I made it up. It's it's all fiction. Most of it is fact. You say... I know. Because Tycho is my home. So mad. You are either one of us masquerading as human as I am, or you are here to unmask me. (laughs) Let me see. How does this safety catch work? Oh, yes. think what you're doing. Over the centuries, I've come often to Earth to watch, to report, and return. Sometimes I have to destroy an enemy, an unworthy creature. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you anything I possibly can, but put that gun down. It could go off. Unless you tell me by what right you use the name of my planet and my people... I have no alternative but to fire. No, don't, don't. don't. If you don't. are from Tycho, a bullet won't dispose of you. You know that, I know that. Of course, if you are human, it means the end. Stop, Robinson. Yes, I, 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 I am from Tycho. Yes, I, I've been assigned to to spy on you. with a proposition that there is no confirmed evidence that somewhere in any one of the billions of systems of stars, of nebulae, of clusters, of interstellar matter, that life, superior to ours, does not exist. Every day, our monitors record unexplainable interruptions of light and radio waves. So do not discount the possibility of truth in what you are hearing. It could be. I shall return shortly with Act Three. As our story becomes more intricate, it also becomes more incredible. A creature arrives on Earth, the duplicate of a man who has disappeared, identical except for a third eye, which he has had surgically removed. The creature is called Charlie Robinson. He thinks like a man, yet often talks like a history book. He's controlled by a voice contained in a silver sphere. He has just shot a writer called Joshua Pride. Mary, what are you doing here so late?
1: I had to see you, Charlie. I called and called, but you weren't here. I
0: have to go out.
1: I've made a date for us to see Dr. Latrobe. Who's that? Charlie said you'd see him.
0: Did I say that?
1: The man you worked for here at Houston two years ago in space genetics, he's waiting for us now.
0: Now? It's 11 o'clock at night. He said he'd see us now. Please, Charlie, we must. What's the hurry? It's for your own good. You promised. I don't understand why we can't go see this this man tomorrow. I'm very tired. Tomorrow will be too late, believe me. Why? Why?
1: Because your life is in danger. Please come. Oh, oh no, no, Charlie, Charlie, is is there a back way out of this apartment?
0: I don't
1: understand. You don't. Tonight you tried to kill Joshua Pride. You fired a gun at him. He called me as soon as you left. I'm trying to save you. Now do you understand? Those are police down there. What will
0: they do to
1: me? Attempted murder. Probably put you in jail you did, it wasn't your fault. Hurry, please.
0: Prison? <laughs> there isn't a prison on earth that could hold me. aren't you, Mary? Charlie, what are you saying? How did the police know where to go? I don't know. Ah, no jail can hold me. I wish you wouldn't talk like that, Charlie. my bullet hit him and he's still alive, then Joshua Pride is one of us. Everything's going to be all right, Charlie. Where are you going? I told you to
1: Dr. Latrobe. What for? Because he knows you and he wants to help.
0: No, no, you're out of your depth, Mary. All of you earthlings, are digging their own graves. You don't realize it, but you are.
1: We're not far from Dr. Latrope's house. And
0: then what you realize is that your precious Earth belongs to the lowest scale of all terrestrial planets, composed of silicates and metals.
1: Right now, just a hundred yards more or so. Now, can you see his upstairs window through the trees, Charlie? It's lit. He's there.
0: Jarva. I can't go without Jarva. I've, I've left her at my place. Come on, don't! Stop. No, no, I have to go back. They'll find her and destroy her.
1: Charlie, what are you talking about? I
0: contact the silver sphere, Jarva, My control. It's my only way of communicating with my planet. I've got to go back.
1: The police have your apartment surrounded. They're bound to. You go back there and they'll capture you. Let me go back for you. You would, Charlie? You're my husband. I love you. I'd do anything for you. Now, where is that silver sphere?
0: It's on the bookshelf to the right of my bed. Top shelf.
1: I'll find it. Promise me not to move. You sit right there by that birch tree until
2: I get back.
0: see what you're doing much better. Uh,
1: I, I I was just...
0: Uh, I know. we were just looking for something to read. You're a policeman. That's right.
1: I uh, I, I was just looking for something for a, a friend.
0: You happen to know where we could find him, miss?
1: Find, find him? Who?
0: Your friend. Isn't his name Charles
1: Robinson? I, uh, I, I know Charlie. Oh, yes. Yes, I do. You
0: know where? to commit a felony? Oh. Obviously, you do. I'm on duty here, miss, to apprehend anyone who shows up, so I'm going to have to ask you to come along with me to the station house.
1: I, I can't do that, officer. It's very important that I find something Mr. Robinson left here.
0: If it's a revolver you're looking for, don't bother. It's been recovered.
1: I've got it. I've got it. It rolled under the bed.
0: Is that what you came for? A silver ball? Yes.
1: It's important to Charlie...
0: Okay, let's go bring it to him.
1: Oh, I I couldn't do that. I
0: promise. Uh, You don't seem to understand, miss. Assault with a deadly weapon. Robinson, the perpetrator, tried to kill someone, a stranger to him. For his own safety, he'd better be picked up.
1: Uh, Could I go first and sort of explain it to him? You see, I'm his wife.
0: Uh, Let me just have a look at that silver ball. i to make sure it's no bomb room. What is this? It's empty.
1: For you and me, it's empty, that's right.
0: Okay. It's all yours.
1: It's hard for me to explain, but my husband wants it very much. Mm -hmm. Charlie? Charlie, where are you?
0: Right here behind you.
1: Oh, you you startled me. Did
0: you bring Jarva? Yes, here she is. Oh, Mary, you're wonderful. I was so afraid.
1: Charlie, I, I want to tell you something. Don't
0: wait, wait, until I've made contact, and then we can talk. Jarva? Jarva, can you hear me? This is Selra, Jarva. <laughs>
1: There's
0: nothing. What
1: is it? What's the matter? Jarva?
0: Charlie? I can't get through. Jarva, this is Selra, citizen of Tycho Brahe. Help me, Jarvis. Don't leave me on earth alone. Mary, it's all over. They've abandoned me. Charles Robinson, will you put your hands up and come forward quietly?
3: Oh, Mary.
1: It's for your own good.
3: Glad you're here, Mary. You know Joshua Pride?
0: Yes, I do, Dr. Latrobe. Hello, Mary.
3: I understand Charlie's getting better every day. Yes, Robinson is improving greatly. Everything he imagined seems to be disappearing from his mind.
1: Everyone's been so understanding from the beginning. The police letting you take Charlie to the hospital, Dr. Latrobe, to say nothing of you, Mr. Pride, not pressing charges.
0: When Dr. Latrobe told me the bullets were blanks, I... (laughs) I didn't want to look silly. Besides, Robinson wasn't himself. It was amnesia, wasn't it? No doubt about it. What I don't understand is is where did he get those wild ideas about coming from another planet?
3: My fictional planet, in fact. I expect very soon it will all seem like a bad dream if he remembers it. He's lucky. He won't, but I always will. Why so? Two years ago, when Charlie was working here, I found him in the laboratory one morning, unconscious. But
1: why wasn't I told?
3: Mary, we had no idea. He was married. His parents had just died in an accident, and we thought he was alone in the world. Oh, excuse me. Yes? Yes, doctor. Yes, you here. I'll send her right along. Thanks. I'm glad to hear it. That was Dr. Mercer, the neurophysicist in charge. He says, Mary, if you go down to his office and wait, you can have a visit with your husband. The whole thing had to be kept quiet, Mr. Pride. We were doing these top-secret genetic studies, so... So, when you found Robinson unconscious that morning, you couldn't bring him around? He came to a total amnesiac. How could we release him like that, knowing no one, not his own name or where he was from? Here, we had a man with a great brain capability, but no memory. So we used him as a guinea pig. You're kidding. We programmed him, giving him memories, ambition, a reason for living. how could you do that? Oh, my Lord, of course. You used my book. Tycho's World, exactly. And all the fictional characters in it. Robinson became one of them. It took months, but we instilled in his dormant cells who he was, where he came from, and what he had to do on Earth. Spy and report. We gave him the name Sora Java, a character in your book, became his control. That explains it. We gave him a miniaturized sender receiver in a sphere he carried with him, which we monitored day and night. The scar on his forehead, which was really the result of a fall in the laboratory, became plastic surgery removal of a third eye. I never thought when I invented that idea that someone would believe it. (laughs) We monitored Charlie for almost two years, and during that time, he has been living in two worlds. I can't believe I'm hearing
0: this, Dr. Littrode. I'm appalled and and very angry. To tamper with a man's brain, officially, no less, is the most criminal assault on on a human being that I can imagine, To make a man lose two years of
3: his life, it's unforgivable. You don't understand. He'll be as good as new and never know it. But what for? Why? Would he have been better off to remain a mental vegetable? However, there was a reason. Probably the most important one any man could have today.
1: Charlie? Are you awake? It's me, Mary.
0: Hi, Mary. Hope you're not angry with me.
1: You really recognize me, don't you?
0: Of course. I apologize for ending up in the hospital the first week we're married like this.
1: You just get well, and we'll pick up where we left off.
0: Tell you a funny thing. I've been trying to remember what happened. Was it last night or or the night before? My first back at Doctor Leclerc's lab. I, I I know I was working late. And well, you didn't call me. I was getting worried.
1: What's the new bride going to think?
0: I was standing on one of those lab tables to change a light bulb in the ceiling that had gone out. That's all I remember. I must have fallen and knocked myself out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) See the scar on my forehead? Mm -hmm. I really heal fast, don't I? You're in good shape, darling. And Latrobe's not mad at me for holding up the experiments. (sighs) How long have I been here? A day or two? Nobody's mad at you, Charlie. Oh, Mary, I'm getting awfully sleepy. Mm -hmm. They keep giving me these drugs so I relax. Well, I'll come back to the hospital. You better. I want to go home tomorrow. You have my word to keep it quiet.
3: Why did you pull that mind indoctrination on Robinson? This government has reason to believe emissaries from other planets are at this very moment right here on Earth living among us, disguised as human beings. By programming Robinson, following his every move, we hope to learn something about the reasoning process of such a non-mortal person, a creature from outer space who is sent here and must deal with life in our world. Hmm. I don't know. Why not live and let live, Doctor? Because it's about time we found out whether in this vast universe We have friends or enemies. We have
0: given you a glimpse into a file marked top space secret. As I said in the beginning, if this account were widely known, it might be a bit embarrassing to Uncle Sam. However, I'm confident that anyone can keep secrets, it's you, that scrupulous league of listeners to Mystery Theater. I shall return shortly. up! It's time to get away. Here we come, America! up! Show your Master
2: Charge.
0: Taking a trip, whether you go by plane or car, around the country, around the world. Show the world you carry Master Charge. Hey, they know clout when they see it.
1: Places to see, places to eat, places to sleep, places to stop, for all the clothes,
2: for all the gears, for cameras, film, radios, for instant cash, for whatever, wherever, whenever, show them your clout and travel easy.
0: No matter where you travel, no matter how far you roam, they speak Master Charge. They understand clout. When you get Master Charge, you carry Have a good trip. the story wherever the story burt Quinn knows how to bring it home we have not been given any reason why we must go but
3: apparently go we must at cbs news we call burt Quint the fireman because he's best when the heat is on the national guard troops are going back now it looks as though it's over at least for good evening that's the strong for hunkite and company only on the cbs evening news weeknights on the cbs television network
0: Christmas Eve when we were kids, we put a Whitman sampler by the fireplace for Santa. On Christmas morning, we'd run downstairs to see what chocolate Santa had eaten. Actual proof that it really been there. Well, it's become a family tradition. Now, my kids put a Whitman sampler by the fireplace every Christmas Eve.
3: I think they're catching on to me, though, because Santa and I have the same taste in chocolates. Whitman's a Christmas tradition for 137 Christmases.
0: that trusts the readouts of a computer rather than the readings of the human heart. Nobody can close his mind to the possibility that someday science may become the ultimate deity. So, as the facts become known to me, I shall continue to open secret doors to the universe so we may be forewarned of the mysteries of the future. Our cast included Paul Hecht, Carol Titel, Cork Benson, and Gordon Heath. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams. Sportscast think there's more to sports than just scores. Where uh, we can get close and uh, away from the grandstands and into where it's really happening. When I go out and do a, uh, a little league competition, uh, if we're down close and talking to the people, that's the most, the most enjoyable. Watch an enjoyable sportscast. Join Mike at 6 and 10 on Channel 10. And this is K.A.R.Z. in Phoenix, and we have CBS News coming up in uh, just a couple of seconds, probably about now. CBS News. An anti-Castro group has claimed responsibility for a powerful bomb which rocked the Soviet UN mission in New York Tuesday night. This is Doug Poling reporting on the CBS radio network. The Cuban exile group Omega-7 called a news agency about 40 minutes after the blast to claim responsibility. A male voice said the group wanted to show it.